Thank you for tuning in to Coach Biz Plus Podcast Show with your host, Coach Sybil Kears. I am so excited to be here, y'all. I'm trying to tell you there are some things that I need to get off my chest, and I want to share it with you. We're going to talk about my favorite phrase, and here it is. You ready? My favorite phrase is, I don't chase, I attract. Yes, I love that phrase because especially as a business owner, we often find out that there are people who are chasing instead of attracting. When you learn that skill of attracting, you don't do a whole lot of chasing. There's many things that we can chase. There's many things that we should pursue, but Getting clients should not be one of them when you have a quality product that you're offering, okay? So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how we can go from chasing to attracting. The first rule of thumb, get your pens, get something to write with, and take notes. You have to be passionate about your products, You cannot be more passionate about profit and expect people to want to do business with you. What do you mean, Coach Sybil? Listen, people can feel your authenticity. People can feel how real you are with them. We cannot say we are coaches if we're only seeing our clients as dollar signs. They will sense it. They will not do business with you. And you will find yourself month after month chasing new products, chasing new clients, chasing new people, chasing new opportunities because you have not retained the people you already have. People are people. They're there because they have a need. You want them to know that you have what they need, not that they have what you need, which is a dollar. When I need gas, I go to the gas station. When I need food, I go to the grocery store. When I need money, I go to a job that says I will pay you this amount for the exchange of hours of your life. The point I'm trying to make is when people want something, they know where to go get it. There's no gas station that came to my house and knocked on the door. Hey, Coach Kears, would you like some gas today? There's no restaurant or grocery store that knocked on my door. Hey, Coach Sybil, do you need any food today? There's never been a job that came to my house and said... Hey, Coach Sybil, would you like to come and give us eight hours of your life so we can pay you what we feel your life is worth? The point I'm trying to make, guys, we cannot continue to be the business owners that is chasing people. You know why? Because if I'm being chased, guess what I'm doing? I'm running away. I spent many years in the MLM industry, network marketing, right? The parent company puts us in a position to be quote unquote sole proprietors and we go out there and we chase people down for them. 
They tell us we got this amazing product through the parent company that if we go out there and get this many people to sign up or purchase, then they will compensate us for a certain amount. But we are chasing for them. They give us the razzle dazzle and they tell us all you got to say is this we got these scripts we got this type of calls that you can just simply invite people to and we'll do the work for you because our product is so great well if that's the case then why are so many network marketers failing because their passion is in the profit and not in the product I never got involved in a product that I didn't believe in. I'm not going to sell a product that I don't believe in. Because my my clientele will be able to tell. Okay? I never joined forces with any organization because they promised me all the bells and whistles of the six and seven figure income without me having some type of uh, uh, belief in the product that I would be putting my face to. Well, if you are your own business owner, whether you are a coach, a consultant, a course creator, whatever it is you do, you sell products, t-shirts, soaps, candles, whatever it is you do, your face is on your product. So the question to ask is what do they see? Do they see someone who's Got more passion for the profit? Or do they see a piece of you in your product or service? That's what's going to draw them to come back to you. They'll be attracted to you. You won't have to chase them. You will find that the more you are passionate about your product, the more you realize that your courses are not about you. Your courses are how they can develop your client. They're not designed to make you money. But the more you design your course to benefit your clients, the more money you will you will make. You won't have to chase it because people are going to want this. Right? That's something that you have to notate. Be more passionate about your product than you are the profit. Now, I'm not saying we're in business because we don't need a profit. We're all in business because at some point we decided we no longer want to work for someone else when we can pour a piece of ourselves into something and make our own money. Kudos, high five. But your passion should be in the product that you're presenting to the public. Your goal is to make a profit. Okay? When you're more passionate about your profit, you don't care who you do business with. You don't care how you get their business. You may even do things without having a high standard of ethics or integrity because you're more in pursuit of the money. And people can sense that. And that's not something that people want to have long-standing ties with. Okay, So make sure you're passionate about your product and not just the profit, okay? Number two, if you're just starting out, this will definitely help you out. You have to understand the difference between your off-brand season and your name-brand season. 
What you mean, coach? Listen, when I go to the grocery store, I'm looking for a particular product. Nine times out of 10, I'm going to see the off brand on one side and right next to it is the name brand, right? Of the product I'm looking for. Okay. And so the off brand (laughs) is listed. It's got stickers all over it telling me that it has everything, every ingredient that the name brand has, but it's showing me that it just costs a few dollars less. The packaging is not as flagrant, right? It's bland and it does not have a brand name, right? But it's advertising to me as I'm standing there that, hey, I got everything that this name brand product has by me. Well, I'm going to let you know something that a psychological uh, transaction occurs with that setup. Because they place the off brand right next to the name brand item, our mind says, huh, look at how nice this looks. And it's a well-known name. And look how this product, the off brand looks. It looks watered down. It's probably not going to be as potent, not going to be as effective. We make all these rash decisions because we're just looking. We haven't tried the product yet right? So that's what happens with us as new business owners. We've all been there. We've all been the off brand to something at some point in our business journey. If you were to Google Amazon, when they first started, they were in a little rundown building, Coca-Cola, a little rundown building by far before they became the big organizations and corporations they are today, they were in a rundown shack, right? They were the off brand. But through persistence and through crafting their, uh, building their craft and perfecting their product, they became the name brand. So you have to understand that when you are in your off-brand season, it doesn't mean that you should give up because you don't feel as shiny and pretty as the bigger names of your industry, okay? You have to take this opportunity, seize this moment. It is critical, it is crucial, and it's the most important part of your business journey. It is in your off-brand season that you will find out whether you're cut out for this. Because you're not going to have good days every day. You're not going to have a profit every day. You will take some losses in your off-brand. You will have people not believe in your product as much as you do. And it will hurt your feelings and it will make you want to quit. But you have to remember that you are not in this to quit. So in your off-brand season, you cannot put your pricing out there to be equivalent to your name brand counterpart okay Uh, the name brand in the store is always priced more than the off brand sitting next to it so don't feel bad don't take this as as saying that you are not good enough or your product is not good enough no that is not it you have to understand that there is only one thing that allows the name brand to charge more than the off brand Some of you may already know what it is. It's the reputation. 
The reputation of that name brand allows it to be seemingly more valuable than the off brand. Okay? The advertisements you see on your television are name brand items. They don't advertise the off brand. The off brand is advertised in the store. When you go stand there and make your decision of which one you want to buy. And when the psychological effect happens, when your name brand counterpart has all of their stuff put in line, streamlined, perfected, and here you come with your beginning and new product and it's not as polished, a psychological effect will happen where they will determine, huh, do I settle for what I believe is the watered down version or do I make the initial investment of paying a little bit more for the name brand? You will find that you will have clients who can afford the name brand, but would still choose the off brand because they believe they don't want to have all the fluff. They don't want to have all of that. But at the end of the day, if you are in your off brand season, you have to use a strategy to be able to charge what you are worth, what your product is worth. There is a marketing strategy. There are different strategies Uh, pricing strategies that you have to learn and apply in order to fully develop into becoming the name brand. You will, in your off-brand season, acquire new clients who will be willing to give you your referrals and give you testimonials about your business. So, I recently did business with a coach and um, they were just starting out they developed their first course and I took their course. I invested in them because I really like how they were presenting the product. So I did, and I'm always in a position to learn. I never get to a place where I think I know it all. So anyways, I participated in the course and the content that this course creator was giving was way more, (laughs) way more than what they charged for, right? which was good. And so in a conversation with them, I wanted to see was this strategy or were they just shooting in in the wind? And after the conversation, I realized it wasn't a strategy. It was shooting in the wind. And so I gave them some tips. I didn't charge them for it. It wasn't about a business opportunity. I'm passionate about what I do. So I told them, look, here's an opportunity where you can seize this in your off-brand season. Okay. You take this course, you make it a two-tier course, and the information that you will give in your full course, you present in the introduction. And what you charged us can be your introductory price, okay? And when I broke it down, that what it equated to, what you asked for the course and the length of time the course was, this is basically what you made from us a week. And the person was heartbroken. And they felt like they left all this money on the table and they were about to just lose it. And I said, no, 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 this is the strategy. You were doing a strategy and didn't even know it. And so you should be grateful that I was here because here I am. And I'm going to take you to the next level because I'm going to give you some information. I'm going to put some information on the table. It's up to you to take it. And so what I did was I told them, When you break down your program, 
into a two-tier program. Then you have to then you have to make sure that you present it in such a way that people will want to be introduced to your products, to your services. And then they'll turn around and want to get the full product. That's when you'll be able to charge what you are worth, the content. Because you see, it's in your off-brand season that you determine the amount of time you took to put into your product. It is in your off-brand season that you determine the thought process, uh, uh, your investments, what, what did you pay into it, what did you do to develop it, what type of resources did you have to get, and all of that, the research, all of that. It needs to be considered when you do your pricing. But starting out, you will have to learn to be patient until you get the the referrals, until you get the reviews, until you get the testimonials, where other people will know just how valuable your content is. Because your, your stuff is good. <laughs> it's valuable to you. But in order for me to know it, I'm going to need more than just a post. I'm going to need more than just a flyer. I'm going to need more than some pretty advertisement. I'm going to need some people that's going to tell me, hey, I've taken this and it worked for me. Okay? So in your off-brand season, you develop all of those things while building momentum so you can catapult into your name brand season. And what's going to cut you and set you over the edge is the people that you encounter, the people you've done business with, the people who can testify about how good your services are, how passionate you are about what you do, how sincere you are in your approach. Okay. And then you will be able to revamp your pricing. Okay. And you will also find that as you continue to grow and learn more things that your program or your product or your course will also become a little more sophisticated. Okay. And people will definitely buy into that. Okay. So we got being passionate about your product over your profit, right? And we talked about being in your off-brand season compared to your name brand season and not to feel discouraged in your off-brand season because that's the opportunity for growth. That's the opportunity to learn and that's the opportunity to to test it and get more people to, to buy in on your product or program. Last thing I'm going to talk about. Investing in yourself. Investing in yourself. When people think of investments, they think of monetary investments, money, right? Investing in yourself is putting yourself in a position to say, I'm always willing to learn new things. We live in a day and age where everything is always evolving. Everything is always changing, okay? You cannot think that your way is the only way. You have to be willing to be taught by those who have been through what you are going through. Okay, and that's just a life's lesson, but as it p- applies to business, it will help you to, to take some courses, 
to read and get more information on how you can improve and perfect your craft and your product and how you can learn about different marketing strategies. Because to be honest, you can put all the passion in your product and you can do all the preparatory uh, things that are required in your off-brand season, but if you're not willing to do what it takes to invest in yourself, to get your product out there, then it stays with you. Then you will always find yourself chasing instead of attracting. You got to be willing to, to accept the fact that you're going to have to learn from some other people. You're going to have to accept the fact that what you may have done all this time may not be working. You have to be willing to change. A lot of times people feel like, this is my product, this is my company, this is my thing, my program, and that's great, but unless you're going to be your only client, you have to change for what is uh, going to attract the people you're trying to help. You have to be willing to admit you need help. A lot of new business owners do a lot of things on their own. They they don't want anyone taking the credit for the hard work and dedication. I get it. Been there, done that, and sometimes still am there. But you're going to need someone's guidance. Every mentor needed a mentor. Every coach needed a coach. Every leader needed a leader. So you got to understand that Learning from someone else does not take away from your greatness. It can only make you greater. And when you start investing in yourself by training yourself, changing your mindset, getting with those people who can guide you in that way, you will transition from being that person that's always chasing to that person who's attracting these people. People are going to look for you. People are going to want to know what your product is and how it can help their situation. I want you to think about this. Just think about this for a minute. I've never seen a Rolls Royce commercial. Okay? I've never seen them flash across my television telling me that they've slashed their prices in half because they want me to come spend my little money with them, okay? They are confident in the quality of their vehicles that whatever they charge, they know that the people will come. (laughs) The people who want this quality vehicle will come and spend their money regardless of what their financial situation is, okay? They have been dependable and they use good, uh, good products to make their vehicle. Okay. They do not waste any time trying to haggle (laughs) with people because they know what their quality car is worth. Your product needs to be of quality. You have to present people with something that is of quality. 
You cannot put something together, duct taped and wrapped in rubber bands and expect them to want to pay top dollar for it. Okay? Present yourself in such a way that is always professional and polished to the best of your ability at the level you are at. Even with the off-brand items in the store, it still has a label on it. They didn't just slap a bottle up there and, and, and have it there on display. Okay? You operate at the level that you are, but you do it to the best of your ability until you can upgrade yourself. Okay? You got to remember that because if you don't give them quality, they will not be attracted to you. All right. You can advertise all you want. You can cut your slot, your, your uh, prices all you want. But at the end of the day, people are attracted to quality. They're attracted to authenticity. They're attracted to passion. They're attracted to those things without them even knowing. It won't even matter if you're in your off brand or name brand. If people want what you have, they'll be willing to pay for what it's worth. And that is just the truth. And the more you invest in yourself, the more you expand your knowledge and level of expertise, the more your product, services, and even your own etiquette will grow. Okay? So these are things that I just had to get off my chest today to help you. If you are a new coach, you are a new consultant, a new business owner, take notes because I'm telling you I've been there. I have five businesses that I started from the ground up. And when I tell you, when I first started, I didn't have a clue. I learned from being burned, okay? I learned what not to do because I did it. (laughs) I learned through trial and error. And now I'm able to package this thing and put it together to help other new people. Because I'm passionate about seeing people prosper. I'm passionate about that. And so in my coaching business... At BossLady101.pro, I help women entrepreneurs, specifically women entrepreneurs. Why? Because we wear so many hats. And this is nothing against my male counterparts. My hats go off to you. But as women, we don't always support each other. I'm just being real. So my coaching company is to help the women entrepreneur who has trouble managing their time, who has trouble with managing their mindset, who has trouble juggling everything and don't quite know how to present themselves to the public so that it can be successful in business. I'm there for you. But with my Coach Biz Plus company, which is a subsidiary of Boss Lady, I've put together packages specifically for coaches and consultants because you have to have courses to attract those people. That's one of the ways you get them to know what you know. And so I've helped put together these things that I learned from starting my own coaching company. Now I can teach other people what I've learned and how I was able to make six figures in my coaching company, how I was able to overcome all of these trials and errors. What did I do and what I didn't do to save you time, to save you wasted money and wasted effort so that you can start making this money because there's money to be made. So I hope that you will take from this and learn and come back and listen to us again because I will be dropping more uh, business tips 
marketing strategy tips and all kind of goodies to help you as my fellow coaches, fellow consultants, fellow business owners, so that we can make it and go higher because there is better and we don't have to go to the top alone. I'm Coach Sybil Kears and I look forward to spending more time with you, sharing my level of expertise and all of my experiences to help you get to the next level. This is what I'm passionate about and hopefully you felt that. So come back and join us at Coach Biz Plus Podcast Show for more information because we are the ultimate game changer for coaches and consultants all over and we are here to help you. Visit us at course visit us at coachbizplus.com or bosslady101.pro and we'll be able to help you in whatever business venture you have and we look forward to talking to you. Come back again and see us. Much love and success. God bless.